Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cutting Chai Stories, where I like to play with this introduction every now and then, just to make sure you're listening. I'm your host, Jayati Vora, and I'm here to help business owners like you take control of your copy. Cutting Chai Stories is the only podcast that gives you practical, hands-on advice with examples to elevate your own copy so that it reflects your brand, reflects you, and feels like a natural extension of your personality. This whole past month, I've been brimming with creativity. I don't know if you're on my Instagram feed or if you're subscribed to my email, but if you have been, you would have seen it. I have been getting ideas on the street, stopping to take photos on my email ideas album, or I've been ditching my pre-planned Instagram posts to quickly type a caption and share something in the moment because I feel the inspiration is flowing. I've been doing lives on Instagram while just walking around in the windy cold I've been making reels on the spur of the moment, just everything. And at this point, I have been taking so many notes and have so many ideas for Instagram and email and this podcast. I've actually lost track of all the places I've written my ideas down. And you know what that reminded me of? That it feels so good to be bursting with ideas. It feels like you're on fire in the best way. That nothing and no one can stop you Because your copy, your online presence, what you have to say, it's sizzling. And the best part of it is that it doesn't feel like work. Not at all. I know that all of us have felt this way at some point or another. I see it in my kid who gets so engrossed in practicing guitar that he loses track of time. I see it in my dog who sometimes shakes her yellow rope giraffe in her mouth so furiously, I think that she has killed it 10 times over. So we all know what it is to be in that creative zone. And we know also that it feels good. But, and here's where I think that there's a gap. Do we also know what it feels like to feel flush with ideas at work when we are marketing ourselves? There's this old-fashioned idea that work is work and play is play. And there are times that absolutely it still rings true for me. Like when I'm with my kid and I get Instagram notifications and he complains I'm always working. Absolutely, that's a work-life balance I need to be better at maintaining. But at the same time, what if we could find that creative buzz and joy in what we do for money? What if work could also be play? And here's where it gets really tricky. What if marketing could also be play? What if our social media presence could also be play? What if sending out emails to our list could also be play? Right? And let's take this a step further and how can we invite other people to share in that fun with us? Because someone having a good time is the most attractive thing of all. I firmly believe that. When someone is having a blast, not caring how they look, what others think of them, whether they're good at whatever it is they're doing, we want to be with that person. We want to be that person who can let her guard down and is having fun no matter what. So let's look at these opportunities for joy in our own lives and our own businesses and our own marketing. Here are a few ideas to get you started. Instead of perfect photo shoots, why not post something candid that captures a genuine moment of excitement or happiness? You know, maybe that's not where the sun is perfectly setting behind you. Maybe there is something in the background that you didn't intend, a photobomber, but it's going to feel more real. And you'll notice this on your own social media feeds, especially Instagram, which is very visual. A picture of you as imperfect as it is, is generally going to get more likes, more comments, more engagement than an educational post or a post of your product or anything that does not feature a human. So take that step, share that picture. 
Number 2. If you're asking for a review or a testimonial, why not ask for it to be written in rhyme? Okay, I get that this is kind of out there. But when you challenge people to be creative, you would be surprised at what they come up with. Number three, and I've done this to my email list the first time I taught a creative writing session on poetry. Why not write an email to your list in rhyme, if it fits? Or entirely in emojis. Start a conversation. Ask your readers to respond the same way. By the way, I just did this in my Instagram stories, so everything I'm preaching I've practiced already. And I got three responses from people who had never responded to my stories before. And I'm not sure I correctly interpreted their emojis and the conversation, but the effort was so fun and clearly they wanted to play with me, right? It helped me connect with my followers. Number four, again on this theme of playing, why not play a game? If you're an artist or produce a product, ask your followers to title or name your product. You know the back page of the New Yorker where they have this um, caption, this cartoon contest? And they have a cartoon and then, you know, readers can send in their submissions and they choose one and they print it in the following week's magazine. So you could do the same or something similar and highlight the best responses. And how fun would that be? And number five, and this one's the wild card, because number five is abandon the plan when inspiration strikes. There are so many times I have planned something for my email list or my Instagram feed. And I am not knocking planning, believe me. But at the same time, you have to have some wiggle room for when inspiration strikes and you have that burning desire to get something out into the world. When you have that feeling, stop what you're doing, even if it's outdoors, even if it's about to rain and you want to get back inside pronto, stop what you're doing and execute on your idea in the moment, if it's possible. Or at the very least, write your ideas down so you don't forget them. Write it down in that moment. Because even if you remember that idea later when you're at home in the evening, you attempt to do it later, the words just won't have the same juice to them as if you had written them down in that moment. So you may have some structure to your posting. Maybe you do one educational post a week, a lifestyle pick every Friday. And it's great to have that structure to fall back on. But as one of my clients just told me, it's also great to feel inspired and do something just when you feel like it and to abandon the plan. This is her example. She had a really long day a few weeks ago. She was working long hours. Plus, her neighbor was unexpectedly sick, so she had to look after her neighbor's one-year-old daughter. It was draining and unexpected, so she had to chuck her plans for the day. But my client managed to find a 20-minute window to go to the park near her house, and she did this relaxation technique for about 10 minutes. And she's a yoga coach, by the way. So she thought, hmm, there must be others like me who also don't have time for a full session and only have 10 minutes in the day to themselves. So she recorded her 10-minute relaxation routine and she shared it with her clients straight away and put it in her email blast the next day. So you see, it doesn't have to be perfect. But when you have fun doing it, it kind of will be perfect. Because your hair might be unwashed and a garbage truck might be passing by. But because you did it with feeling, it's going to be perfect for that moment. So I hope that helped inspire you. And if it did, and if you do end up sharing something that you had fun doing, please email me or tag me on social media on that post and I'll reshare it because I want to amplify you showing up in the moment. I'm at Chaiti Vora on Instagram and you can tag me there. And thank you so much for tuning in. I know there are a hundred other things you could be doing right now and I really appreciate your time. So thanks for tuning in. Until I see you again next Thursday, are you having fun at work? (laughs) 